everybody, welcome to Matt Men, your source for all things professional wrestling. I'm Andrew Zarin. I'm joined by the originator of the hostile takeover, Rich Stambolian. Oh, hell yeah, baby. I'm going to take everything over. Everything but the corporate hostile takeover. I'm just hostile. I see you eating at McDonald's. I'll take your burger. I see you in line at the movies. I take your ticket. I see you at the car wash. I drive your car away. That's a nice. That's nice. <laughs> it's hostile. It's just hostile. Very hostile. There's nothing you can do about it. We have a lot to talk about today. Uh, we had a very different show planned for everybody today. It was supposed to be a fun show about Wrestle Kingdom and, every, and AEW, and it was just going to be a very light show today. That did not, that's not happening. Last night or late afternoon after the market closed, bits and pieces started coming out. Wall Street Journal put out a story about Vince McMahon's potential return to WWE. Um, and that has now become that he is returning to WWE and already things are in place. Uh, this is a developing story as we're talking. So maybe things will change by the end of this. We're recording this early morning on Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern. By the time the podcast is out within two hours, I'm hoping a lot doesn't change because I want this to be fresh information, but it is what it is. So, Rich, did you, you yes. did not expect this today. I'm here. No, you know what? It's fine because I'm going to I'm gonna sit back and I'm going to be the fan and I'm going to say I'm going to pepper in some questions because it's not the return people are thinking of. You know, when you see Vince McMahon returns, automatically folks will say he's going to be on TV. He's taking Triple H's job. No, no, no. This is very corporate. This is all about the money as it should be. Right. You know, I even had a bit here because I, I was like, I was like, oh, it's all about the Monet today. I was going to do mm -hmm. one of these and I was going to throw a stack of 20s on you. Uh -huh. That was my bit. And obviously you're not here now. So everything is uh, ruined. All right. Let's start off here. Okay. Wall Street Journal yesterday put out information that Vince McMahon had informed the WWE board of his intent to return to help facilitate a rights deal or a potential sale. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on this again, okay? Mm -hmm. About the sale part because I felt that it was more strong arming than anything else that he could start a sale or he, you know, I will get to this. He'll take on the role as executive chairman, which is a very powerful role in the company. A lot of people are constantly asking me, well, is she going to do creative? If he is the executive chairman of the board, this man has tremendous power. And at the end of the day, he still controls 80 something percent of the shares, the class B shares. He there's nobody more powerful than Vince McMahon in WWE. So, of course, he's going to have a hand in creative and what TV's doing and what everything is happening. It's not like he's only going to deal with money. No, he's going to be very hands-on. Now, even now with Hunter there. What is a Class B share? For those uh, that don't know. It, it's it's the, 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 the public share. He controls 81% of it. Okay. Um it's it's a class b or class c is uh, essentially it's a common share of the preferred stock so uh, you know without going so you could get poor. you could buy some as andrew i could buy some as rich and we would be stockholders yeah it has it typically has str uh, strong voting rights right like okay. so essentially you can't do anything he, he controls 81% of the company uh, of the of the class b mm -hmm. share or whatever he's I mean, it's his company. <laughs> There's nothing you could do. Right. Without a board vote. 
uh, without a without a without a investor's vote. So also, so he's going to take the chairman, uh, the executive chairman position right now. Also, this is the fascinating part, right? Returning to the board will be Michelle Wilson and George Barrios. Michelle, Michelle Wilson and George Barrios were co-CEOs of the company. And up until 2020, they were there. I, Barrios was there for a long time. Wilson came in. Wilson had a good financial background. Same thing with Barrios. And they were let go around the time of the, you know, uh, in twenty early 2020. Or was it 2019? I can't remember when they were let go. But... They, I want to say they 2020. Were, they were let go from from a long term position, so the shakeup started then. This morning, uh, Joe Ellen, Dylan, Jeffrey Jeffrey Speed, and Alan Wexler were removed from the board, or or will be vacating the board. Do you want to read the direct quote from Vince on this? Here's a here's a direct quote from Vince McMahon. WWE is entering a critical juncture in its history with the upcoming media rights negotiations coinciding with increased industry-wide demand for quality content and live events and with more companies seeking to own the intellectual property on their platform. So in a nutshell, somebody wants to buy WWE. The only way for WWE to fully capitalize on this opportunity is for me to return as executive chairman and support the management team in negotiating our media rights and to combine that with a review of strategic alternatives. My return will allow WWE as well as any transaction counterparties to engage in these processes knowing they will have the support of the controlling shareholder. Yeah. WWE has an exceptional management team in place, and I do not intend for my return to have any impact on their roles, duties, or responsibilities. So, Andrew, break that down. I sent from my from my perspective, and I'm not a corporate guy. I don't do corporate speak. Okay. He's basically saying, hey, listen, if you want to sell the company, I need to be the one there to do it because I have the relationships that I've already established over the past like 50, who knows how many years. Yeah. Uh, by the way, my my, I'm having some problems with my camera here, Rich. I'm frozen, so I, I'm gonna do my best to explain it here, and I'm gonna put the camera yeah. on you while I try okay. to figure out what the hell's going on. Uh, pretty much, he, he's. I mean, all he's saying is, I'm not gonna fire anybody. I'm not gonna shake up the structure of the company. Uh, I'm not going to change the the responsibilities. I'm not. He's not coming in as CEO. He's not coming in to shake it up because the, the structure is fine, but. He will be the chairman of the board. <laughs> I mean, mm -hmm. you don't get more powerful than that, really. And he has exactly. you know, 80 something percent of the class B share. And he's, you know, essentially an instant. It's his company. It's a publicly traded company, but it's his company, essentially. So yeah. McMahon sent out two letters to the board of directors in late December in which. So he wrote this to the board and then the board responded back with essentially uh, we don't I don't want you to do this. We don't want mm -hmm. you to do this. And he essentially said in his second letter, he goes, unless I have direct involvement and input as cre executive executive chairman from the outset, I will not be able to support or approve any media rights deals or strategic transactions. So he he blocked the company. Yeah. He said, okay. He basically said, let me remind you who I am. Let me remind you who I am and what kind of power I have. You will not get a TV deal because I have to approve it because he... Mm -hmm. uh, Essential, and also he put in a new byline where it says that the the voting 
you have to now vote on TV deals and any kind of sale. The shareholders have a say in it. So now is that unprecedented or it's not unprecedented? Like, uh, no, okay. it depends. I mean, you don't. He pulled that card out of nowhere to kind of lock him in because he controls the share, the Class B share. So of course, if he wants to sell it, he's going to be able to. Of course, he wants a TV deal, he's going to be able to. And if he doesn't want it, you're not getting it. You want to take a quick little pause so I could try to fix this problem here? Sure. I'm going to put the it. camera on you here. All right. Yeah, it's wild stuff. It's very interesting. So, like, me personally, I, again, I, guys, if you've watched the show, you know I'm, like, three seconds away from falling asleep right now. When the corporate talk happens, that's when Richie goes bye-bye. Um, but this stuff is interesting because it's it's not something that, yes, this came out of nowhere, but it's also yeah. not something us as fans felt like is coming out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like, everybody had that, like, that fear in there pit of their stomach that this guy is going to show up again like the Loch Ness Monster or some shit like that. <sighs> All right. Uh, I'm going to try to fix this. So we're going to be frozen for a little bit here, boys and girls. I'm not moving here. I'll just keep it on Rich. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Where were we? In order for him to assume the role of executive chairman upon returning, WWE's board of directors would need to approve it. That's where we are. Uh, there are 11 board seats, so he needs six yes votes. He needs six yes votes. votes. Yeah. Um, this is this is fascinating stuff. Uh, I'm very fascinated mm -hmm. by this. Hang on. No, do you have the the USB one? Yeah, that's the one I need. Thank you. Intern Deacon coming in with a spare capture card here. Nobody could see me with hold it up. Save. With, with the, the save. With the save. Let's see if I could get this going here. Um, we'll edit all this out, guys. So essentially, um, like I said, we were joking around before the show started. He's essentially doing what his buddy, the Donald did. He's loading up the board with people that he can get yes from. Well, I mean, that's essentially, you know, any kind of company like this, people, we're not talking about Apple or Microsoft that have such a public facing, mm -hmm. uh, you know, every move that they make is a detriment or a positive to the company. I think for WWE, when you have a creator like this like it's his company he created the company and he right. put it in a way where you know he got ousted but he really couldn't have been ousted he only did it during the investigation his attorneys and he feels that there's nothing there wwe does not feel the same they feel that there is something there and they even stated in the letter to him that oh there we go can you open it and set it and help me thank you um he essentially we're doing like a wacky morning zoo show here. Uh, he essentially, he, he, you can't really do much without McMahon at this point. Right, right. So like, you know, once again, he's making himself the focal point of, well, his company. Fascinating stuff. Do you want to, uh, while you're working on that, since um, these are topical, you want to take some super chats? That way uh, we can continue... With yeah, the actual news when uh, when you're all set. Yeah, uh, yeah. this is from Sh uh, ten bucks from Schreyer here. Uh, hello, my sweet potato Matman brothers. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! If Vince returns to run the show, how will he book the main events of WrestleMania? Use your inner Vince voice. Um, well, I'm gonna touch on some. I'll. I'll that's gonna be hard for me to do because Vince will be very involved with WrestleMania. I always thought he would be involved with WrestleMania. I always thought it's they would baby. bring him in. For WrestleMania to be in some sort of, you know, position for it. Um, 
whether or not he I don't know I don't know if this changes a positive or negative. I don't know. Well, there's also talent that old school talent that don't want to work with anybody else but Vince as yeah. the man in charge. Yeah, that that's something that that really um there's a lot of talent that would want to would prefer to work with Vince than anybody else. I don't I don't want right. to I don't I I know that we've heard this before. I, I'm not naming names, but you know like would Dwayne want to work with Vince over working with Nick and and Steph and Hunter? Would Austin want to work with Vince rather than, you know, Nick, Steph, and Hunter? I don't know. Maybe. Possibly. It, it's a possibility. Next year's main event, The Rock versus The Dwayne. He's going to clone him. He's going to clone The Rock. You think that's what he's going to be? A, it's going to be a digital. It's going to be a full-blown digital main event where it's The Rock versus Dwayne. Oh my! And God. he's going to sell tickets. He could do it, you know. Like if you, you've seen special effects in movies now, if they can make Avatar, you can do The Rock versus Dwayne Johnson, dude. I want to make a, him an Avatar as a as a WrestleMania main event. Right, why don't you uh, Why don't you go through Super Chat while I get this video working? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is from Kyle Masters. What's up, Kyle? Uh, 10 wonderful Canadian dollars for the boys. Hope 2023 will be great for you both. Thanks, man. Hoping to collab again soon. Yeah, dude. Thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, one and all. Uh, this is our first show in the new year. Is it? Yeah, I think it is. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Another from Shreyar. I hope I'm saying your name right. I wish I had Mad Vince returning on my 2023 bingo. Uh, I think it's been on people's wrestling bingo sheets this year last year was wild you know and we're off to a nutty start so if that's any indication the rest of 2023 uh might be effing bananas you know besides vince coming back you had kenny omega teaming with okada which is the only thing i want to talk about but but here we are uh we got another two bucks from kyle masters andrew frozarian that's pretty funny mg are you there i was muted oh, yes boy. i'm here Yes. Are you here? When when I ask you if you're there, do you say yes and then forget you're muted? No, I know I'm muted. <laughs> so what do you make of this whole situation here? Um, uh, he wants to be back. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think, you know, you guys talked about this a while back and he wants to be, he, he it always, we always assumed he might come back. That was, that was always a play mm -hmm. that could happen and in what capacity we still don't know. Um, so I, I expect him to be back. Um, and I, at some point I think he's just going to slowly creep back into power. Unfortunately, and from your, getting Andrew from, back. from your fans perspective, does this make you feel queasy? A little bit, not going to lie. <laughs> I think that's the general consensus of like, you know, you, you've right. been, We've been seeing people's reactions online the whole morning, and it's mm -hmm. very much like, you yeah, we even got, like, we have a, we had a guy in our chat room send us money just to say, don't come back, Vince. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's yeah. very fascinating, you know, and I feel like internally, probably, there's there's people who, you know, I'm back. Who, are driving, who are driving to work today thinking, uh-oh. I'm back. Hi. I'm almost done. Hey, look mm -hmm. at you. I'm back. He's back. Yeah. So I don't know. My this, this whole system's falling apart here. So we're gonna have to do it like this. All right. There we go. My hair's all messed up now too. I got a weird camera going. All right. We'll figure it out. Don't uh, you have a spare video card in your hair? <laughs> that's where I got it out of. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's where I pulled it out. Like of. the Matrix. Look at this. Like, like, look at you this. Know, a giant mod. You know. <laughs> uh, all right. So where were we? 
Okay, so uh, in order for him to, let's go back to that point that we were trying to make. In order for him to assume the role of executive chairman upon returning, WWE's board of directors would need to approve it. There are 11 board seats, so he needs six yes votes. <sighs> He's going to get it. I, I mean, unless they attempt, you know, to kind of block this in some sort of legal way and fight it and delay it. But I, I if if he truly has, I don't, and I, I got to look, I don't know what their bylines, I don't know what their laws are within the company. I don't know. But if he, it, he has 80, 81% of the shares, he has all the, the power. I don't see how they won't vote him. Because he'll block a sale or he'll block a TV deal. You know, this is this is a coup, essentially, right? It's a coup d'etat. So okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pepper in something from the chat here. WWE stock went up 10.22% on the news that WWE might be sold, right? Um Delvec 19. They're up 17% right now. 17%. Delvec 19 in our chat room said WWE stock was just halted. Oh, was it really? Can you check on that real quick? Is yeah. that is that something that can happen? Yeah, they you could halt the stock, but I don't know if it's if it's halted right now. Um, this is this is such no, big news that we even have Suncast in the uh, chat room. No, it's moving. Yeah, yeah. And he's fixing the video. Thank God! Look at that amazing stuff here. He's fixing my Beautiful. video. There you go, Sun, yeah. Suncast. There he goes. Suncast. Oh, Beautiful. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. Very interesting. So, I, I mean, listen, I, I do I feel that this is going to be a detriment to the company? Um, yeah, uh, it depends. It really depends. I, I don't know how, you know, what does this mean for Hunter? What does this mean for Steph? What does this mean for Nick Khan? Uh, I could tell you the last time I met with WWE or anybody from that company, uh, nobody wanted him back. And I was told that people that were his allies in that company are mm -hmm. far happier now uh, than they were previously. And their jobs have gotten a lot easier uh, without Vince, Vince's, I guess, direction. Uh, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's more relaxed to work in that company. Uh, people can you breathe don't easier. What? People could breathe easier. I was told that people like he was a great example. Of what I was told, people are not afraid to go like to be like, "Hey, I, I need a couple days off," right? That's like another. That's like a very bottom end thing. But that that Wild. morale kind of trickles, and they have been on a high. WWE's been on a high this entire year. Mm -hmm. You know, at least the second half of the year. the the uh, The perception of that company has changed. They're becoming modernized. Their booking is getting fixed. And I don't know. Listen, and, and I can't attribute that to Vince leaving or not because I, you know, it could just be that somebody had a hot idea and there's a hot program and they're continuing it. But these are all positives. And we saw the shift when they announced that Vince was leaving. We saw that shift happen immediately where people are like, wow, finally, right? WWE's changing. Yeah. Now what it, what what are we gonna get? This is gonna get ugly. I can't see this look being you know a super smooth transition and full welcome to Vince right now. No, 
No, not at all. It, it is going to get ugly. It's going to be. It's it, he's gonna he's gonna live to be his character in certain regards. I think as far as perception goes, um, for a lot of people, probably you know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's take a couple of quick super chats that are pertinent to this. One's this is a funny one. Cadillac Carson, Vince pinning Roman for the title at Mania, calling it right now should have been my bold prediction. That'd be hysterical. God, can you <clears throat> imagine? <laughs> he takes the title. <laughs> I'm taking the company and I'm taking the title. Um, this is from Kyle Masters. This is a good one with regards to the sale. Who do we think Vince would be selling to? I don't. I, again, I don't have any information uh, that I was told, uh, and, and I wouldn't even if I did. But my right. guess would be, uh, which I don't. I honestly don't know anything about a sale or who would be the the suitor for them. But I would imagine it would be Peacock. Vince has a very strong relationship with NBC, and yes. I could tell you when Vince left, there were key people within that company that were very disappointed that Vince was leaving. You know, I I feel like that's the obvious answer. I've I've said this for years. I would go with Disney. You know, like I feel like it's good. It's going to be Disney at the end of the day. For some reason, I just have like that weird feeling. Uh, we have uh, Han. Stoli Disney. Here's the problem. Him. Disney is looking to offload ESPN. They're looking to get out of the sports market now. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So I, I don't see it becoming Disney. Uh, here's one that's kind of relative. Han Stoli says, "Will Vince sell to the highest seller? Uh, well, the high, well, the highest buyer, or be selective?" Um, I think he's going to be selective, but he also, you know, the high, who would be the highest bidder? There's only yeah. a couple options. There's only a couple conglomerates like that. It's not going to be, you know, Paramount. It's a, it's it it right. could it be Fox? Uh, possible. Could it be Disney? Possible, but really outside Amazon. of that, Amazon. I mean, Amazon purchasing WWE. Mm -hmm. You also have to look at what is their value, right? Like, what's their cost mm -hmm. to purchase? You're dumping a lot of money, and who has that kind of money to dump into professional wrestling? We're not talking about a couple of hundred million dollars. We're talking about billions. It's a lot of money, especially, you know, like when you you need some kind of like epic chart to figure out exactly the ins and outs of how much running WWE costs because it's nuts. It's it's the biggest yeah. show. It's the biggest touring show on the planet. Right. At this point. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 the circus. You know, it's a touring circus at this point. Uh, here's another one from Chris Farrell. Would Vince involved again be a perk for a buyer? Uh, it depends on who the buyer is. Yeah. Hang on, let me fo fix my focus here because my focus is so wacky. Uh, yeah, def it definitely depends on who the buyer is. Um, you know, if you have these old school business guys, of course they're going to want Vince. You know, even if it's like a young executive, they'll probably want Vince. It's very, it's very fascinating. You know, again, I can't speak for myself. I'm not a corporate person. I don't get involved in corporate dealings, and I never have. Uh, but Again, who, from my perspective, who knows? But I would, I would love it to be Disney. I, I just think only only because I've been saying it for years. Sorry, guys. This uh, this little issue has put a snafu in my life. Uh, what was the last question? Vince's involvement? Yeah, I, I think there is a perk for certain people, depending on who he wants to sell to and for what price. You know, uh, Nick. Nick has said publicly that he's, for, you know, if the right price comes, he'll sell. Um, I, I don't, 
I don't know necessarily or think, you know, maybe the sale thing is is a kind of a, like strong arming them in a way. Like if I don't get, I won't approve anything. Mm-hmm. You think you think it's going to end up being Disney, right? That's, that's I've, where I've, you're going. Like I said, only because I've said that on this show for a number okay. of years. All right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I want to I want to toot my own horn over here. Uh, Kyle in the chat says, oh, I, I lost it. Hang on. Kyle in the chat says, we all know it's Elon Musk. Let's be real. You know, would that be worse or better than Vince coming? Can you do an Elon Musk impression? I can't. I can't do his voice. I've tried. It's terrible. It's almost it's almost like a Howard, right? Where it's, it's a, like he's got it is almost like a Howard. Uh, <laughs> Robin. <laughs> Why would I buy wrestling? <laughs> what? It's just robots. It's just robots he's, fighting. He's a robot. Uh, uh, we got another Yeah, sorry. go ahead. Uh we got another one here from Schreyer, which is interesting, kind of taking it to the other side of it. Um all right. Will how will this affect AEW? Positive? Yeah. I mean I mean listen. The grass isn't always greener, right? And when Vince leaving changed that perspective for WWE where a lot of talent listen, we saw it, right? We saw and we know and we've spoken about who's considered leaving. We've heard those names. Andrade is a possibility. Mm. Miro's a possibility. Malachi was out the door and then he came, you know. Um, everything that I've heard, a lot of these guys went over there. The second Vince left and Hunter was in charge of creative, they immediately wanted to see if there's a way that they could get out. You know? I'm not naming those names. I'm not saying that those are the people, Right. I'm not saying that. I'm just naming WWE names that went over there. Some of them possibly. Yeah. Yes, I, I actually some of them are names that called over and, you know, they they they've considered and they've spoken to people, not in an official capacity, but like their their unhappiness with AEW. Mm -hmm. This is an upside for Tony. You know, this is another. And it's oh, yeah. also here's the other thing, right? You're in a TV deal. You're going into a TV year. Your competition is having this bizarre uh, corporate structure fall apart. It kind of makes you look a little bit more in control. Uh, if you're Turner, you know, obviously you have this animosity towards WWE always because it's, it's, it's another property. You're going up against Peacock, which they're all competing. You have this property. This may boost AEW to say, wow, look. We could we could really not AW but but uh, Warner Discovery. Hey, listen, we have a great property here. Uh, we could compete with WWE if Vince is back because of all the negative that they've heard. The, it, anything could happen right now. Both companies are in contract years. That is why this is happening today. That is why Vince is very hands wants to be back in the mix here. That's but it's also his company, handsy. and he waited. You know, he sent this yeah. letter out December twenty seventh originally. The board responded. He responded back on the 31st, and now we're six, seven days later. And the story is that he's back. Can you take the uh, lower third off, MG? Or did he fall asleep? I think he fell asleep. I think he's been asleep. I love seeing Hashemi's uh, posts, but there he goes. Look, he's doing it manually. I can see him do this. Okay, okay. Uh, come on, keep scrolling. You mean you in, by manually, you mean he's reaching for the screen with his peanut butter yeah. hand? Yeah, yeah, with his peanut butter <laughs> hands. There you go. He could take it off. Um, <laughs> I, 
I spoke to I spoke to a couple people there uh, last night and this morning. This morning I spoke to I got a I got a nice little input, but talent not very thrilled over this. They you know many of the talent felt that they were finally getting over this Vince leaving hump and things were kind of moving forward uh, without distractions. And now mm-hmm. here's another crazy distraction. Impossible stop and go. Listen, Vince will always be involved with creative. I, I don't. I, even if he came out and said, "I have nothing to do with creative anymore," I would not believe it. How can exactly. you not? It's like, dude, somebody's doing. You know, let's say we get another show on the network, and I'm not really involved with that show. I don't. I don't do anything with that show, but I don't like a direction they're going in. I'm going to make them stop. Right. It's still my company. It's still Vince's company. And, you know, for good, bad, I don't know what the outcome is going to be for creative, but I would assume it's not going to be great. So you had a 74-year-old man, 75-year-old man writing television that's catering to teenagers and 18, you know, a hot demo. But also, it's a a, a seventy five year old man that can't sit on his hands. No, right? seventy five like, year old billionaire, seventy five year yeah. old billionaire that can't sit on his hands. And you know, for for better or for worse, like that's the guy you're dealing with, and that's nuts in and of itself. Here's here's a here's a comment from Chris in the super chat, yeah. Chris Farrell. Uh, Shad Khan buys WWE for Invasion two He can't afford it. It's a lot of money. I mean, I guess he can. He can afford it, but mm-hmm. why would you? Why would you dump money like that? That would be something, right? <laughs> Wouldn't it? That Shad Khan shows up on like Monday Night Raw and he's like, guess Twirling what? Buddy the mustache. Boy? Guess what, bud? And then uh, Tony Khan's like, Sacre bleu, mi papa. Because he's French. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's French. He's French. <laughs> uh, Tim B in the chat room. There's a reason Dunn and Pritchard weren't fired the day he left. This was the plan all along. Um, I well done. I I I did. I never saw Pritchard and Dunn leaving. Unfireable. Dunn's unfireable. Uh, well, his replacement, his replacement left. Remember? There you go. So who are you replacing Kevin Dunn with? And and Pritchard's been fine. Uh, I I I don't. You know. You know what's interesting? I don't hear a lot of negative about Bruce, and except from the internet. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. I don't hear like from like people within that structure like, oh, you know, Bruce Pritchard, he's a real piece of crap or Bruce Pritchard doesn't know what he's doing. I've never heard that once. Even people in key positions that would that would maybe be opposed Vince's reign, you know, so mm-hmm. I don't uh, the guy. The guy is I mean, he's spinning 5000 plates at the same time. He doesn't have a very easy job. None of these guys have easy, easy jobs. It's not like any other environment. You know, you, you have multiple hats that you're wearing there. Especially if you're a guy like Bruce Pritchard that's been there, you know, that was there from the beginning. From the 80s on. I I think the direction, that the story here will be Vince comes in. What happens to Nick? You know, is Nick for this? We don't know. Is Steph for this? Is Hunter for this? Who wrote that letter? You know, who, who where is that? Who, the board addressed it, but who who was addressing it from the board? Was it the mm-hmm. was it the chairwoman? Was it Steph? Got to be a fly on that wall. I think for anything like this, you know, it, it's wild. It's wild. All right, do we have any more questions about this before we move on? 
Yeah, guys, send us your last couple of Vince questions if you want to super chat as we'll read them right away. Um, and we Shane still have it. like Shane wrote the letter. Shane, wrote, we my, my papa. We have a lot of uh, other stuff to talk about too, besides Vince McMahon. Yeah, uh, you know, and also you know this is interesting because you know Vince let go of a lot of people that he did not mm-hmm. see in uh, a key position. And those people are back now. Yeah. What happens now? WWE stock is blown up 17% up. I wonder what the vibe is in the office right now. And well, isn't amongst <laughs> the talent. I can tell you it's very tense in the office right now. A lot of people are scrambling mm-hmm. to kind of put this together. There's also a uh, all-employees Zoom meeting scheduled for later this afternoon. Oh, Christ. In the it, so that's gonna that's gonna be uh, a fascinating thing. So by the way, there's a new press release. Brandon Thurston, new press release from WWE announcing the return of Vince McMahon to the board. Independent directors, uh, Ingus Lahoud and Man Singh, Manjeet Singh, have resigned from the board effective today. Joint comment from Nick Khan, Stephanie McMahon, and Paul. Let's see what this is. WWE is providing a follow-up update regarding the composition of its board of directors and exploration of strategic alternatives. Such corporate lingo, huh? Yeah. Today, we announced that the founder of WWE, Vince McMahon, will be returning to the board, said chairwoman and co-CEO Stephanie McMahon, co-CEO Nick Khan, and chief content officer Paul uh, Triple H. We also welcome back Michelle Wilson and George Barrios to our board of directors. Together, we look forward to exploring all strategic alternatives to maximize shareholder value. We, can, <laughs> we look, we look forward to exploring all strategic alternatives to maximize shareholder value. You know what that means to me? Possible sale. Mm-hmm. This is not for TV. As Vince McMahon stated yesterday, WWE has an exceptional management team in place, and I do not intend for my return to have any impact on their role, duties, and responsibilities. In connection with the change in the composition of the board of directors and cooperation with Vince McMahon as a majority shareholder, the company intends to undertake a review of its strategic alternatives with the goal being to maximize value for all WWE shareholders there is no assurance that this process will result in a transaction. Hmm. Vince McMahon, in his capacity as controlling shareholder of the company, has removed Joe Ellen Dillon, Jeffrey R. Speed, and Alan M. Wexler from the board. Vince McMahon, George Barrios, Michelle Wilson have been added to the board to fill in resulting vacancies. Okay, I mean, let's see who the board is. One, two, three, four, five, and six. So Vince has all the power. Yeah, those are, I mean, Vince McMahon, Stephanie McMahon, Nick Khan, Triple H, Michelle Wilson, George Barrios. There's, there's your six votes. Listen, Triple H swerve. <laughs> this is when, uh, when art becomes life. When art becomes life, man. When when art imitates life, Triple H with the swerve and the uh, and he doesn't vote. I mean, this is Vince. the real succession. Uh, you want to talk about a you want to talk about a movie about a family business that becomes a billion dollar business? This is it. 
Well, you know, how, how how far in the future do you think that this whole McMahon family drama is going to be drama, dramatized for a film or television series without their uh, say so? Like uh, without a lifetime input. how about a lifetime movie? A lifetime movie premiere. Uh, uh, by the way, there's still an investigation happening on Vince. I okay? know, it's wild. It's there's still wild. an investigation. This is not like uh I don't think Johnny Ace is coming back. Taylor in our chat room. Is there any possibility Vince would back Johnny Ace? I I can't imagine. He's I don't think Johnny like, wants uh, to be back. Uh, why would he? He's like a Genghis Khan. Crazy. <sighs> this is. By it's the way, Brandon wild. Thurston. Big shout out to Brandon Thurston. Everybody, tweet this man. He has done. Uh, I mean, unbelievable work here. It's also wild to me how an internal employee meeting has broken as news. That, you know, we're not going to be in that meeting, obviously. I'll get a call at 4 o'clock, though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> I'll get it. Well, like, <laughs> they, hopefully, hopefully the call isn't, uh, I can't help you anymore, dude. <laughs> I mean, it's done. It's done. It's over. It, it's officially, uh, it's official. WWE put out a freaking press release. Vince is back. Uh, expect him on TV. Wrong camera. You know, there you I've, go. This one. I feel uh, like there's not. Listen, this isn't. This isn't over. This whole thing isn't over. No, but I mean the the, the everything people thought this company would be doing a week ago. What does WWE look like in 2023? We did a freaking prediction show, right? Mm -hmm. We we. I mean, I, I. What did I say? I said Vince will be back in what capacity? Something on TV. I think you said creative. I said something where he'll be back for WrestleMania for some. You said sort on of, television. I do he'll believe. be on TV. Yeah, I said on TV. Um, I, I we'll see. Oh, uh, this! I'm telling you, this this fucking guy is gonna stroll out there, arms <laughs> a flapping, as happy as a clam. He's gonna get booed out of the building. <laughs> no, and I guarantee you, you know what? He won't be booed. This he depending, will not be booed out that building. They will. They will. Let's say eat depending on the town. Let's say depending on the town. If it's a smart wrestling town, like New York, the building. No, like man, New York gonna... will boom. It. Oh, maybe not. Um, I don't think so, man. I don't think so. He he's it's a cult of personality. It, it, it... man, this 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 uh, this hypothetical of CM Punk returning to WWE. Fascinating. Now, is there we got another one from Schreier here? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the one I was going to put up for you. Yeah. How mm -hmm. will it affect the Regal return? I don't. I don't think it's going to affect the Regal return. I, Regal was super respected. He was. He wasn't let go because of a, a fundamental change with Vince. He. He very much. You know, Vince changed his life and gave him an opportunity. He's very fond of Vince, and Vince is very fond of him. So I don't. I, I don't expect Regal to be impacted by this. Now, will NXT be impacted by this? If he goes back to creative, let's say, do you think everything, all the good stuff we saw on the last like, but six it's or less seven creative is going to be. It's it's less creative. It's more direction, right? It's the direction of the mm -hmm. future of the company. Yeah, I, I, he will he will a hundred percent be in charge of this. Cre everything is intertwined, man. Everything at the end of the day is intertwined. Uh, your creative, your direct, your creative has a direct impact on on Monday nights. Creative has a direct impact on that stock. If something terrible happens, yeah. If those numbers start dropping for ratings, you know, they're in the they're they're doing okay right now. But if those numbers start plummeting for who knows what reason, which I don't expect it to be a free for all. I expect tonight's SmackDown to be pretty big. 
Oh, yeah. Wild. Uh, speaking of SmackDown, should we move on? Should we move on, guys? Uh, yeah, MG, anything else I got to add to this? Any last-minute stuff? You nailed it. I think you, okay. you put it to bed pretty good. You got to do me a favor, though, buddy. Please. Don't so yeah. sleepy. Please. You take the peanut butter off your hands when when you're editing this. <laughs> you got You got to do a lot of editing here with my with my leaving and coming back in the first fifteen minutes of the show. Yeah. Uh, Adrian, five dollars in. in the chat. If you could pull this up, and then we'll uh, we'll go with it, guys. We're gonna do a we're gonna do a Q and I got an eleven thirty out here. We're gonna do a Q and A at the end, but I'm gonna do Adrian's uh, question. Do you think this affects Royal Rumble in any way, or is it too soon for him to? Um, I. Don't think it's going to impact Rumble. I, I think it's too... Oh, you know what? I don't think it's going to impact Rumble. No, I feel like Rumble was probably something he was consulted on. Possibly. You know? Yeah. Uh, so I think the big moments, he probably had to okay. You know? If Triple H was like, uh, I'm putting the belt on LA Knight tomorrow, you know, Vince would probably be like, Who? Oh yeah. No, listen. Uh, Hunter's uh, Vince doesn't. Vince likes Hunter's booking. Uh, he always has. And and Hunter's a student of Vince. He's been booked. He's been part of WWE creative in some capacity, right? In some capacity since 1996, seven, seven. Crazy. Twenty plus like, years. I, I don't think people re like uh, Triple H was always very hands on with that company. So yeah. was Sean. You know, Sean and him have been very hands on from. Uh, I mean, push or pushing in or, or, or politicking or whatever you want to call it. This guy, this guy been there for 20 something years. I, it's, it's not like he has a very far out mentality for pro wrestling that Vince McMahon does. He's a student of Vince. We, we tend to like hunters because he, he's actually a wrestler that has a little bit of a, more of like a, a higher wrestler. I mean, much higher wrestling IQ than Vince does. But as yeah. far as the overall presentation, I think they're all these guys are on the same page. Yeah, I think so. There's probably like different points of contention, but you know, when you're in the boardroom like that, it's like I, I, I have to assume it's almost no hard feelings. Listen, man, influence is big, right? Influence is yeah. big, and, and the and your mentors and your influences in your business, you are always going to kind of fall in line with that. And for Steph and Hunter, their philosophy is not so much different than than Vince's. I mean, Nick Khan came in there, and I would say he's the most instrumental part of that company. And I think Vince recognized that for a long time. Now, oh, yeah. I don't know, I don't know the inner politics of pushing him out as far as Nick wanting him out or whatever. But I could tell you, um, in speaking to people in that company, top people, they they very much, even though they don't, they didn't want Vince to come back in in a in a powerful role like this. I think some of it is their own own uh, survival. Yeah, yeah. They still very much respect them. Oh, very for much, sure. Very much. And 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 they 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 truly I mean, we we know Vince as the character. We know Vince for being out of his mind. We mm -hmm. know Vince for, you know, the the scandals, but the day-to-day -day operations, this guy is a machine. Which is again, it's wild that it's a 75-year-old man who just won't give up. Yeah. That's a testament to uh, to his staying power. It's bananas. The whole situation is bananas, you know, but it's going to play out. Hopefully, uh, we'll see some more interesting news about it within the next couple of days. A top or before the end of the day today. Is, 
but Tim B, a top female talent, is disgusted. A top female talent, if this, if truly disgusted, have grants to sue if their contracts nullified now, but they aren't actually upset. I, I, I don't, I don't understand that. But I, you, you really, what are they going to do? They can't leave. They're under a contract. Yeah. Uh, listen, I, I, I hear a lot of stuff from there, and there's two versions of everything. There's one that the pub- publicly what everybody says, and then what they actually feel, and right. that goes both right, right, ways right. on Vince. Right. Oh, yeah. There are people that came out adamant that Vince, oh, you know, they, they, they kind of put it out there that they're happy Vince is gone. But in reality, they're just doing that to, to be public facing and say, say what people want to hear. There's a lot yeah. of talent in that company that wanted Vince there. But the overall, but there's plenty of people, I think more than mo- more, I, I would say a small handful wanted Vince there. I would say the majority of people that interact with him day to day, they were fine with him not being there. All right, let me. I'll just say it that way to kind of clear that. All right, um, guys. Hey, before we move on, there's a lot of people here. Hit the subscribe button for us on YouTube. We're gonna hit 10,000 subscribers this year. We've restarted this channel like twice. We were on the GFQ channel for a long time. We came here. We're on Observer also. We're on Twitch. Hit the subscribe button. Everything helps that you guys do. Also, subscribe to the podcast. We're everywhere podcasts are available. Also, guys, submit your chat your your questions with the hashtag Ask Let's go to something else, Rich. We'll come back to Vince. We'll come back to Vince at the end. I'm sure it'll 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 peter back in. Guys, get your questions ready. Get your super chats ready. Uh, we're moving on. SmackDown is tonight, but last week John Cena's return boosted SmackDown to its best viewership in two years: two point six two nine mil and a point six four in the demo. John Cena was back, baby. Now I can't believe how they were shaming his bald spot. Now, well, that was my follow up question, Andrew. Since you're a you're a hair aficionado, you're hair fan number one. I am. Yeah. Um, how did you feel about John the 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 mop on Cena's uh, head? Let me let me just tell you my credentials here. You ready? Where's my award? My children took my award. He had, he had the best hair don't care award. I I have running. an award from the follicular unit extraction conference in Manchester for for my achievements as a as a top person in the in the field. Okay. I'm a self-appointed member of the board of the American Hair Loss Association. So I know what I'm talking about with hair here. Uh, You know, he was getting shamed. They're like, he can't do something about the bald spot. I'm like, listen, if I was John, I would have put a little topic on. I would have sprayed a little bit of topic to cover it. But what do you want? He's a 40-something-year-old guy. And And a billionaire. In a billion, (laughs) yeah. And a a very successful millionaire. So Yeah, who uh, who cares? So they did their best rating in two years, 2.629 million with a 0.64 in the demo. Very high demo numbers. The highlights included a return of John Cena teaming up with Kevin Owens against the bloodline. John Cena did nothing. He stood on the apron. (laughs) He called spots as loud as he could, telling him to stay down, hit me, don't hit me. Uh, Whoa, pin me. It was it was fun. It was fun to watch, and he did nothing. He did a five knuckle shuffle and in, in a in a in a whatever whatever else. Well, he you did. got you you got the old school kind of moment when The Rock and somebody else would do their people's elbow. So him and Kevin Owens doing like the double five knuckle shuffle was a lot of fun. Um, really quick, Andrew, I got a pitch for you. Yeah, you know Cake Boss. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know Cake Boss. I think you should pitch Hair Boss. Oh. Where so what do I do? It's, it's either you judge hair or 
you help someone who needs better hair in some kind of like life changing. But are we a family business in Hoboken? Is that is that is that the premise too? Sure. You. It's a combination of Cake Boss and Crisley. All right. Cool. and for some reason, RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> and RuPaul's Drag Race. All right, you know what? I'm combined to three. And then you get Hair Boss. And, and then we get Hair Boss. Yeah, I love it. Uh, let's see. So John Cena highlights. Uh, that was cool. Charlotte returned to beat Ronda Rousey in an impromptu match, which was really wacky. Uh, yeah. Ronda had a match, and then Charlotte came out and beat her for the title. So she's a uh, 100-time women's champion in that company. I think 15-time women's champion in the company. Wow. Bray, you know, Bray, you know what I, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You, you know what I want to see? This is my is a, here's a dream match of mine. Charlotte versus Jade Cargill. Yeah, I love I would love to see that. Right? Yeah, I would love to see that. I gotta tell you though, people in WWE are very impressed with Jade. And they let her go too. She was in that class of uh the uh what's it called? The performance center? The 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 performance center. Uh yeah. my hair is out of control today. Look at this. Talking about hair. I'm having a very bad hair day. It's the it's the humidity today here. Does it bother you when you can see yourself in the monitor and you feel like your hair is out of place? Yeah, I don't like the angle that I, this camera's in because I had this is a backup camera that I that mm-hmm. I had to connect. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Money in the bank. Oh, Bray Wyatt attacked uh, was attacked by Uncle Howdy. You think Vince is gonna Vince is into Uncle Howdy? I I don't think so. I I would say it, probably. Oh, he doesn't know what's going on. I also think Uncle Howdy's. Angry. What the hell is this? Imagine it's Vince the whole time. Uh, uh-huh. w- WWE Money in the Bank taking place in London at the O2 Arena will be hosted on July 1st. It'll air 3 p.m. Eastern on a holiday weekend in the U.S. Rich, you're coming over for barbecues, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah, that's a date. That's, we just made a date. That's it. That, July 1st. That's right, right in my lane right there. Yeah. July 1st, 3 o'clock Eastern. Huh, it's Barbecue City. Oh, no. beers, We're going to do what wrestling. we did for the Saudi show. That was the that was such a fun show. We we it was the Saudi show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. It wasn't the Saudi show. It was the uh the 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 Wales show, the Cardiff oh, that's show. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the We Cardiff just grilled. Show. We had like a little party and people came over and we were grilling in the yard. It was fantastic. And we had it on a screen. I'm getting an outdoor TV this year. Oh, very nice. Yeah, I'm getting an outdoor TV. So, well, that'll be fun. Uh, the Young Bucks are set to renegotiate their contract, which is up this year. That's also a uh, a quick little highlight here. Let's go into Russell Kingdom, and then we'll go into uh, we'll do Russell Kingdom. We'll do quick AEW Dynamite, and we'll go into Q and A's. So I thought Russell Kingdom was a great show. Loved uh, it. Very solid. I think it was the best Wrestle Kingdom in the uh, over the last few years. Yes, like last 100%. year's. Last year's. I when I think about it, I'm like, you know, three nights. What happened? You know. Um, so here are the highlights. Uh, Kyrie, formerly Kyrie Sane in WWE, successfully retained her IWGP women's title over Tam Nakano. Good match. Good match. Very, it's very cool that they're that IWGP. There's a lot of emphasis on that IWGP women's belt now, right? Outcomes Sasha Banks, now known as Mercedes Monet. Here comes the Monet. Uh, hits Kyrie with her new finisher, sort of. And challenges her for the women's title at Battle in the Valley on February 18th in San Jose. Cool. I'm into this. So, you know, Mercedes Money, not Monet, Money. Is it Money? Money. Mercedes Money. I have the same outfit, by the way, that she wore. And that's what I'm going to wear on on Hair Boss. 
when I'm judging you, you do, I'm gonna wear that you outfit. Do your hair like that. Yeah, you I'm gonna do my hair like that. Like so, uh, good for good there. for Sasha. Good for Mercedes. Good to see that she's back. She mm. looked great. Uh, she got so much criticism. Okay, why? I saw on the like, oh, the oh, why is she doing an NX, early NXT promo? That was one. Okay, yeah. like why is her, her like cadence? Two, they said that she botched her finish. She didn't botch her finish. Actually, Kyrie took it wrong. Mm -hmm. Kyrie took the move a little wrong. Second. She was speaking differently because guess what? That's an international promo. You're it's right. a non-English speaking country. You kind of change your wording a little bit. Yeah, you got to slow it down to a cater bit. to that crowd. So right. yeah, of course her promo was a little different. Uh, I, like so, people are so quick to judge. You know, like let her mm -hmm. let her marinate a little bit in there. You know, she came out for like three seconds, did something, and she left. Very cool. I was into it. Very, also, very cool. uh, yes, I was sorry. The cadence, uh, as far as the, the crowd itself was uh, a little low and people were complaining about that, but it was because of the rules that Japan has in state about crowds. So that was something that I think people didn't take right. They thought, that, oh, she's not over because no one's cheering for her. I can't believe this Vince McMahon story is so big that Suncast actually showed up at 10 o'clock in the morning to watch the show. I know. Well, eleven o'clock his time. Uh, nine o'clock his time, right? No, no, no. Same. No, he's same time as us. Is it MG? Yeah. Are you the same time zone? Yes, we are. Yeah. <laughs> I had to make sure of that for a second. You had to think about it. You had to think about it. Uh, she hit her nice finish. Uh, I still think she's on loan from WWE. Listen, possible. She thanked Vince. She thanked Hunter. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll see what happens. Well, well, actually. We'll see what happens on the 11th. I, I think she's going there to AEW. She'll be there. I, I, I think this is people getting worked a little bit. All right. Yeah. Work, 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 work. It's my uh my Rihanna. All right. Carl Anderson loses a never title to Tamatanga. Kenny Omega. You know what? I thought that was a better match than he he had previously. Uh, All right. They have to get the title off of him. Kenny Omega defeated Will Ospreay to win the what title, Rich? The IEGP <laughs> US title. Apparently. Second time. <laughs> thank you, MJ. Uh, Kenny Omega defeated Will Ospreay to win the IWGP United States title for the second time. This was a unbelievable match. Dave Meltzer oh gave it six God, and a quarter. Uh, holy moly. I love this match. Will looked like a million this is a kenny we have not seen since aew started we never got this kenny in aew his overall I, yeah. overall demeanor his presence the way he was I, I just it was listen the body language said it all he was so comfortable coming out with the actual sephiroth theme dressed as sephiroth fantastic yeah, Right. The packaging was phenomenal. I think also like, you know, if I'm going to nitpick as a wrestling fan and like, you know, we're all huge Kenny Omega fans here. The dude is probably arguably the best wrestler in the world. Right. Ever. Uh, <laughs> arguably, arguably ever. I mean, definitely in the top 10. Like, I'm not talking definitely. about character. I'm not talking about the Steve Austin's and I'm saying as a professional wrestler. Right. As a wrestler at like a worker. Oh, my God. Now. We had this discussion in our little group chat going where, you know, he really turns it on when he's in Japan. And I think it's a respect thing with him, you know, like he has to give those people like everything. Whereas like sometimes in the States, it kind of feels like he's just doing a clinic because he's that good. 
right? Yeah. Like no, if you if you really if you really think about it, pound for pound, who in AEW is as good in the ring as Kenny Omega? In AEW, mm-hmm. uh, no one. I, I don't even think they're. I mean, listen, AEW has the best talent in the world. I mean, arguably, right? Uh, the access right. to the talent that they have. I mean, you could Roosh, an unbelievable. I'm I'm, I'm talking in ring. I'm talking about in ring, just IQ. Roosh, exactly. Bandito, Moxley, uh, Kenny, uh, the Bucks, Cesaro, Joe. Hangman, I mean, as far as in-ring abilities, I, I that list goes on. Malachi, yeah. Andrade, I mean, even guys that you don't even see regularly on TV yeah. are, or could be arguably, you know, one of the best workers of this era. So there is, it's not, I mean, it's unbelievable how stacked that roster is, and Kenny is number one. It's really nuts, right? And it's it's like the crispness, the smoothness, like it's it's that entire in-ring package. It's very, you know, like he's in a match like this, that dude is so fascinating to watch, you know? And I think him and Osprey really pushed it, and I'm excited to see that rematch. Dude, Osprey he's he's remarkable. He really is. He's really one of the best and he's mm-hmm. continuing to to grow. Uh you know who you know who put on some size? Your Zach boy. Saber Jr. Yeah. It's getting a little full. Does that does that make you happy? It does, yeah. I think he needs it. I think he needs the size. He's a fantastic, another fantastic wrestler. Let's go to the main show here. Main show. IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Uh, you want to go? Run down this list for me. Sorry. So IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship uh, catch 222. Francesco Akira and TJP defeated Chaos. Uh, Leo Rush and Yo. Uh, we talked about Kyrie and Tam Nakano. Uh, Bishamon took the tag belts, the heavyweight tag belts from FTR. That was actually a great match. Very uh, good I match, love yeah. Goto. I love Goto. And this, I'm not going to say it sold me on Yoshihashi, but I'm like, all right, you know, it's a great tag team. I'm not, I'm not sold on Yoshihashi ever. I don't know why. It just doesn't uh, do it for had, me. We had the uh, New Japan. Uh, World TV Championship, Zack Sabre Jr. beating Ren Narita. Solid match. Zach, like you said, Zach's bulking up. And at the end of the match, he joined uh, the Mighty Don't Kneel. Yeah. Uh, this was a fun one. Not the great Muda, but the man, is they're doing the McFoley gimmick almost, uh, Kenji Muda, his last New Japan match, teaming with Tanahashi and Shota Umino, shooter, beating lij naito sonata and bushi a lot of the guys in this ring had such a history with muda and listen fun match shooter got the pin everybody went home happy yeah um muda was not happy with this match really yeah he was very he he got out of that fucking ring as fast as he could he was not thrilled with that match he he was I don't know if it was like a, he wanted the attention on him. He wanted to take the pin. He didn't take the pin. Uh, he was not happy. Hey, did you watch the Nakamura match? Love top to bottom. Love so that was great. Muda versus Nakamura. Uh, Nakamura. <laughs> great Muda versus Nakamura uh, in the Noah event from this past week. How about how about the pro, how about the post match interview that Muda gave? <laughs> uh, a little cringy. I'll, I'll admit that. A little cringy. I, I, I mean, does not bear to be repeated. 
it does not bear to be repeated. Yeah, but you know, may- maybe it's it's a language change. Maybe maybe the the emphasis on the words he uses is not as uh, uh, offensive. For <laughs> those Japan. folks, for those folks not aware, uh, Muda has been doing the great Muda has been doing a retirement tour, and he's hand selecting his opponents. Shins- Shinsuke Nakamura was on loan from WWE to fight in a Noah Ring in Japan over the weekend. Phenomenal match. Full blown Nakamura entrance with um, the violinist. I forget his name. And the end of the match was Lee something. Lee Jr. Lee Anglin Jr. The end of the match is something we've never seen before. Nakamura sucked the poison mist out of Muda's mouth, spit it back at him, and then hit him with the Bomaye. Yeah. Great ending. Yeah. Fantastic match, dude. Great match. Yeah. Loved it. I great loved match. it. Yeah. I loved the whole presentation. It was great. Uh, press conference, not so much. <laughs> yeah, Zack Saber Jr. Uh, defeated Rent Narita. We said that. Uh, never open weight championship. Tamatanga defeated Carl Anderson. We went through there. KG Muto. Uh, we went through there. Uh, IWGP Junior titles. We spoke about that. Kenny Omega. We went in detail. And the main event: Kazuchika Okada defeated Jay White for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Okada looks like a million freaking bucks, dude. Million bucks with the with the nod to Anthony Antonio Anoki. Anthony Anthony Anoki. Mm. Anthony. Anthony. He's from he's from Bensonhurst. Mm-hmm. You know where Anoki's from? Bensonhurst. You just said it. Bensonhurst. Jersey. He's from Brazil. He's a Jersey boy. <laughs> Isn't he from Brazil? Uh, I'm not sure. I think he's from Brazil. Yeah, I know he has a, an interesting international history. I think he lived in Brazil for a little bit. Uh, Anthony, uh, Anthony yeah. Inoki from uh, 18th Ave on in uh, Bensonhurst, Brooklyn. All right. New Year's Dash the next day. Uh, Jay White blaming Hikaleo for his losing his title and challenged him to a loser leaves town match, a loser leaves New Japan match. Okay, so who leaves? That's interesting. Is Jay White's contract up soon? I don't know. I got to look at it. My my brain has been a fog. But Hikaleo is six foot eight, dude. Six foot nine. Yeah. Big boy. He's a big boy. You know? Well, isn't it around time to send Hikaleo on an excursion? Yeah, probably. I think so. I think he, he, could, yeah. he could benefit from leaving. So I don't know if he'll leave yeah. or Jay White, but someone will leave. This was a fun team up. Kenny Omega and Okada teamed up to beat United Empire. So good. Big surprise. That's gotta that's gotta be intimidating to be across the ring from arguably two of the greatest performers of all effing time. Yeah. Uh also sources within WWE do not believe Mercedes Monet will wrestle for AEW. Dave, our very yeah. own Dave. Just Dave, not Dave Meltzer, just a guy named Dave. Uh mm-hmm. also added that he does not expect her to be at Dynamite next week. But, you know, they were kind of teasing it on TV last week on dynamite and uh i don't know I, i'm gonna i'm leaning towards she is showing up in aew we've been because of that Britt baker promo the Britt baker promo and the setup <laughs> with uh with she boss, i'm the and, boss who's the yeah. boss tony danza i'm the boss, boss i'm boss, the boss. boss it's tony danza where's where's mona well, exactly where's <laughs> mona it all adds up you know he went back to teaching after he retired from acting he just became a science teacher in Brooklyn. No, I think in Connecticut he was teaching. Oh, get out of here. Yeah. Who's the boss? 
let's go into AEW Dynamite. We'll go through this very quickly, and then we're going to do the rest of our Q&As. They debuted the new set and the video package. I thought the set looked great. Good job by great. them. Audio issues throughout the entirety of the show. This is their first show in Seattle. Eight, over 8,000 people in the building. A lot of the five workers were on the show. On uh, the pre-show, there were, you know, squash matches, but they uh, they were around. They utilized local talent, which is great. Ricky Starks defeated Chris Jericho after JAS attacked Starks. Action Andretti. He's a race car driver. You know what? Make him a race car driver. Action Andretti. Give him the Bob Holly gimmick. I'm into it. <laughs> the race car jacket. Got the, got the, got the mobile, you know, the oil, the Castrol GTX thing. Patches all over all the, him. All the sponsors. Yeah. All the sponsors. Just put all the sponsors. Jimmy Johns, uh, Action Jetty tried to make the save, but got a nut shot by Tay. Hager ended up powerbombing Starks through the table from the ring apron, uh, but Ricky Starks got the win. All right, cool. Hangman Page and John Moxley. This promo went all over the place. It kind of fell apart because of technical issues. Mm -hmm. What did you think of it? I thought it was fun. It was... <laughs> I couldn't stop giggling after Hangman said he was going to knock Moxley's dick in the dirt, which <laughs> which made me think like, uh oh, John Moxley's dick is about to cut one hell of a promo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there were audio issues. I think Mox had to repeat himself. I feel like it, if it wasn't for the audio issues, it would have been a home run, but it was great. You know, like I, I think both the, both these guys have a lot of chemistry together and this is going to set up Hangman even more so in that main event picture, you know, he's going to, it's going to, yeah. it's going to make hangman just that much tougher. But you know, right? they're returning back to this. I want to see something different. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, they have to go back to this because, you know, he's healed from getting knocked out. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Um, actually started the promo with the audio lover. He dropped the F bomb twice. During during his uh, upsetness, this is two weeks in a row now. We've had the f bomb. Mm -hmm. We had what was it? What was it last week or the week before? We had um, Rick Ross. Rick Ross say mf'er and Keith Lee mm -hmm. do the cringe face with the cut his mic. Mm -hmm. Okay, here's something: the acclaimed Max Caster, Anthony Bowens with Daddy Ass defeated Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal with Sanjay and Satnam Singh. I got to tell you, so the build up to this was fantastic. J Jared did a whole thing on his podcast with Conrad. Last week, Max Caster did the rap on Jared and his wife and Kurt Angle. You know, you stole Kurt's wife, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Karen Angle went on Twitter and lost her, her marbles. She, she went berserk and said, essentially, that Kurt Angle had an affair or cheated on her with Dawn Marie and Kelly Kelly. Oh, boy. Uh, Kurt Angle denied it. Uh, and then Jared cut a promo on Kurt. Like, why are you mentioning me on, on his podcast with with uh with conrad then he att attacked max max caster and he told me he's going to give him a receipt so they built this up like for like the super fans you know and people are very mm -hmm. invested in this jeff jarrett's great i don't care what anybody says this dude is out of did you see his dastardly heel run on the, like he did this like little tiptoe <laughs> he <laughs> if you, you did one of these if you fell asleep let's say you fell asleep for 20 years or you just woke up from a coma <laughs> and you you it happened in like 98, 99, and then you wake up and you're like, what year is it? And they're like, they're like it's 2023. Oh, put some wrestling on. Holy shit, it's Jeff Jarrett. Would you go back to sleep? <laughs> I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't believe what's happening. 
I mean, old man Jared with his, you know, 1776 hairdo is fantastic. That he's Mark Twain in it, baby. So, <laughs> did by the you, way, I just, yeah. I just triggered, I just triggered MG Geek. The lights are going off in his head. And he's like, oh, I want to be Mark Twain. Yeah. Um. So they they dusty finished it. Aubrey Edwards came out to reverse the call, and the call was that Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett won. Now, if they won, would you have done a backflip? Oh, if they, if they is, became as a tag the team new champion. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's such a good troll. You know, they trolled the fans. Like everybody's like, "Well, Jarrett's not going to get a title." I'm like, "Oh crap, here he is." Mm. I listen. I, you can say all you want about Jeff Jarrett's reign of terror and and TNA and and you know whatever, but the dude is resilient and still works unbelievably. Throws the best punch in the business. Still, yep. uh, he's he's great. Uh, I and I great. Wild, and I also liked how. Uh... It's almost like it's 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 wild seeing Billy Gunn again with the acclaimed, the immortal Billy Gunn, the immortal Billy Gunn. Yeah. Uh, up next, we had uh, Brian Danielson beating Tony Nice, Long Island boy, and that leads into the Brian Danielson MJF promo back and forth, setting up the main event for Revolution. If yeah. Ain't O'Brien can survive his next eight opponents, <laughs> fifteen opponents. Yeah. So I guess yeah. he's gonna run a gauntlet of. Does MJF pick who he faces? I think so. It's going to, you know, it's going to be like Morrissey, uh, all those, the whatever those guys are called. Yeah. The office space. The, that, the faction. The faction. Whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, let's see. MJF Actually, said, the first so, the first opponent's Takeshka. So, Takeshka, yeah. Week. Oh, so really? Very, it's going to be a good match. That's tonight. Is that not? Or that's next week? That's Dynamite. That next week. Okay, great. great. He's going to wrestle I'm, I'm, every week on Dynamite. He's got to win them all. For the uh, by the way, I'm looking century. forward to that match tremendously. And there's a big push coming for that boy. For big push. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's great. So he, he had some great lines. MJF said if Lance Storm and Dean Ambrose. Uh, Dean Ambrose. Wow, that'd be fun. Lance Storm <laughs> and Dean Malenko could have a child. He'd be more charismatic than Danielson. Uh, I got it. I got it. It popped me and I messaged my buddy Lance and I was like, you hear this? And he tweeted, he, he sent me, uh, he, he put out a tweet about it, which was hysterical, but, uh, nice to hear Lance's name on. I'd love to see Lance do something. Maybe I really wanted to see, I really wanted to see when Jericho was doing his gauntlet of like people that he was wrestling. Remember when he, when he wrestled, mm -hmm. uh, I, I you know, in, yeah. if Necro Butcher was, was around at that point he would have probably wrestled necro butcher too uh i would love to see him and lance in another match it would be great if lance wrestled danielson in one of these uh in one of these eight upcoming oh, that'd matches so good I mean, that'd be so good that'd be so he good. just starts yelling i'm not your dad i'm not your dad <laughs> uh one of the things that mgf did which which really popped me was um saying about his detractors and supporters, and he was like, "I have the best supporters: Disco Inferno, Jim Cornette." Vince, what did he say? He said, "Disco Inferno, Jim Cornette, who else Eric did Bischoff. he say? Eric Bischoff, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, very good tongue in cheek. Yeah, very, very good stuff. Swerve Strickland defeated Ar Fox. Great match. Great match. You know, I, I I'm gonna, crowd, I'm gonna be also. honest. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Okay, I was a little stoned at this point when this match went on. Okay, <laughs> and when AR Fox came out, I'm like, "Oh shit, it's Chavo!" Oh boy, I I saw the fucking bandana, and I was like, I had to look for like three extra seconds that I shouldn't have, 
And for whatever reason, like I was like, and then I was like, in my mind, I'm like, I'd like to see Chavo wrestle. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I was so stoned out of my mind. <laughs> I took a BK broiler, one of those uh, caramels, oh, and, it, and it put me on yeah. the freaking moon. Uh, they did reference their feud in Lucha Underground during this match. I thought it was fun. The crowd was so hot for this. Uh, AR Fox, fantastic, fantastic dude. I've seen him wrestle in Evolve. You, you and I both have seen him wrestle in Evolve. Same oh, yeah. Swerve. Swerve is fantastic. AR is fantastic. I, I'm glad to see AR Fox on TV. Very good wrestler. Same here. Very, very good wrestler uh, that has gone kind of under the radar as far as mainstream wrestling goes. But now he's on TV, so it's fantastic. Great. Love it. Mm-hmm. Renee Paquette interviewed Soraya. Tony Storm and Sheeta. Soraya put over both ladies before telling Tony Storm that she's the partner. Sheeta felt slighted. <laughs> she was very confused and it was very awkward for her. So awkward. you mean awkward? Awkward. Awkward. <laughs> it's awkward. Here's the second one. We need to make a list of all the all the the f ups that he has. Uh, TBS champion yeah. Jade Cargill and Red Velvet defeated Sky Blue and uh, Kara Hogan. That was fun. Red Velvet walked out on Jade, but she still won. Darby Allen, this was a great match. Darby Allen oh, defeated fantastic. Samoa Joe to win the AEW TNT title. Darby Allen, Seattle boy, local homegrown uh, guy for them. Washington dude. The crowd was so into him. Super hot crowd. Allen got out of a rear naked. Uh, Darby got out of a rear naked after he beat his chest. Sting style. Joe hit hit him with ex- hit the exposed turnbuckle. Darby hit a code red and two coffin drops to win the title after Stink came out and he was so proud of his son. My boy. And then and then uh, Nick Wayne got in the ring. Future, oh, that's uh, right. future uh, big star in the business, Nick Wayne. And yeah. it was a nice thing because Buddy Wayne trained. Buddy, Buddy Wayne, his father, trained Darby. Darby Allen. Also, Buddy Wayne trained uh, Brian Alvarez. Our very own Brian oh, Alvarez. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So there was a lot of a uh, lot of Seattle stuff happening, which is very very cool. Loved it. Loved the show. AW yeah, Rampage crowd, for tonight. Danielson and Moxley versus Top Flight. We hear from the House of Black. How do you say this last name? Pero Peligroso. Thank you, Pero Peligroso. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. Spoken, I'm so... spoken like a true white man. Spoken like a true gringo. <laughs> Pero Peligroso. There's an L I'm putting in, and I should not be putting that L. Well, the L is there. You're just putting it in the wrong place. I'm putting the L, like, near the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, AW Women's Champion Jamie Hayter and Dr. Britt Baker take on the Renegade Twins. Ooh, the Renegade Twins. Is it Lorenzo Lamas and his twin? <laughs> the Renegade Twins? For anybody from the early 90s, I got that reference. AW Battle the Belts following AW Rampage. Cool. Right? This is tonight, right, MG? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, back to back. Yes. Thank you. Yes. The acclaim. Where where are you? Why are you on a fifty? What what satellite feed are we using for this remote that you're on? I think it, the weather. Well, you know. It's a little cloudy out, so the tin can gets a little <laughs> the rusty. Tin can. You know what it's like. You know when like it's like uh, they they went over to like digital for like the news feeds, and it's like this guy is like in Gush Katif, and and you're in Washington, and they're like like live from Gush Katif, we have Matt Matt. Yes, hi, Don. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here live in Gush Katif, Gaza. That was a little shot, a uh, little uh, reference to the G. Gordon Liddy show that took place in uh, Gush Katif. I don't, nobody gets that reference. G. Gordon Liddy. Uh, let's see. Acclaimed def- 
acclaimed defends the AW Championship against Jeff Jarrett and and Jay Lethal and no hard no holds barred match. Jade Cargill defends the TBS title against Sky Blue. Orange Cassidy defends the All Atlantic title against Skip Sabian. Kip Sabian. All right. Uh, I'm not going to go into Dynamite for next week. We will go directly into Q and A's. We have ten minutes here, boys and girls. So let's go into our Q and A. Can we plug the award show real quick? Yes, award show. You want to do a Tuesday? We're doing Tuesday, right? Yes, Tuesday we will do our MG Geek. Worked very hard on this, and I hope you guys tune in for it. It's our annual third annual uh, Matt Men Award Show, where we give our uh, favorite moments uh, an award here on the show. I'll put the I'll put the link to, to vote. The vote will close on Sunday night. I'll put it in both chats here. Yeah. Okay. Question time. Thank you. All the all the Spanish speakers in the chat room are are mocking me now. My wife's family <laughs> would be very disappointed in me for calling him uh pe- pe- what did I call him? Pelagro. I don't even know, man. You you but you pe- Pedro Gloso. I did butcher it. I apologize. Don't cancel me, please. Uh all right. Q and A time, boys questions? and girls. Submit your questions here and we will do our best to answer it. MG, get the questions ready. MG, you gotta jump on those super chats. I think we had a couple more. Fast, fast, fast. Uh Ryan Martin's four ninety nine. So how long before the mass firings start and how long before people who recently came back look to exit like Regal, Road Dog, or Bray Wyatt? There was no I, comma in that question, and I like the name Regal Road Dog. I like Regal Road Dog. Uh, I don't see Regal leaving. I don't see Road Dog leaving, and I don't see Bray leaving at this point because he, he is under contract, and they are very invested in his whatever he's doing. Yeah. So I think they're going to let this play out. Did your lights go off? Ooh, it's nice and <laughs> yeah, dark. I like this. this. Spooky. It's very spooky. spooky right now. <laughs> it is. I like it. You look good, though. I like it. I don't... Thank you. It's not bad. This is uh, a spooky hour. All right, Coming what else? Shadows. Uh, this is from uh, Balor Club Guy. Uh, good morning, my Matt men. The Royal Rumble poster is interesting as it features Cody Rhodes and yeah. Lightning Bolts. Does this pretty much confirm the rock for the Rumble? Ooh. I, I saw Like Black it. Adam? Yeah, I, well, remember he's the most electric, like electric man in all he's of the most sports. electronic man, in <laughs> electronic all man in all of sports entertainment. He's a fucking robot. Can you imagine? He's, the, he's a he's a robot that operates on a discman. <laughs> the most electronic man. Like Iron Man has the arc reactor for art. I'm so this sorry, the guys. rock's got a Walkman. I have to tell you. I have to tell you that this camera breaking really fucked me up. Uh, so my brain is kind of uh bouncing all over the place. Uh. Listen, I heard I heard the same things you guys have heard. I haven't heard anything in an official capacity. Every time I ask about Dwayne, I'm told whatever he wants, whenever he wants, we will do it. This is the year to do it. I've been saying this oh, for yeah. a long time. This is the year to do it. You don't have this option. You're not going to be in L.A. again. And you know what? If you want to put him in the freaking Hall of Fame, isn't this the moment to do it also? Absolutely. If you smell what the electric man is cooking, the electronic man, the most electronic electric man fire, it's a bad plug. It's a fire somewhere. Uh, is I'd this, love to see lighting. Yes. Does this lighting make me look horny? Oh, yeah. Really <laughs> horny. Yeah. Like Harry. He turns purple when he's horny, too. Where else? Where else? Let me let me tell you guys. Where else are you going to talk about professional wrestling in a business, very professional manner and then talk about horny lighting? Nowhere else. Horny Harry. Only here. And Horny Harry. And Horny Harry. Oh, you know what? Uh, Merry Christmas, Rich. I did not wish you a Merry Christmas today. Merry Christmas. It is a, uh, 
It's Armenian Christmas. A Merry Christmas to Horny Harry Tarjanian and all our uh, five Armenian fans around the world. To all, to all the uh, to all the Christian Orthodox out there, Merry Christmas. <laughs> you know it's not. You know it's not. Well, yeah, tomorrow's Orthodox Christmas. No, it's, it's today. It's the sixth. Two different. No, no, no. Very well, different. Greeks, I went down this rabbit hole. The Greeks do not. But yeah, they the, do. No, the Greeks do not. The 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 Russians, the Ukrainians, like Western Orthodox, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, Eastern Orthodox, they celebrate it. However, they celebrate it because of the Julian calendar. They are on a Julian calendar. That is the only I'm, reason. I'm pretty positive. We both grew up with people who celebrate Christmas on the 6th because, if you recall, they did not get their presents until January 6th, which I always thought was bogus. I thought that was bogus, too. Uh, John Alba, Merry Christmas to you all. Uh, John Alba, so anything interesting happened today? Oh, uh, dude. I, I actually, I got to talk to John Alba. I got to tell him he's doing a great show with Eric Bischoff, okay? And I've I've kind of, I stumbled on it. Uh, and I love you, John. I really do. I And I don't mean this in a way. I didn't know that it was on the main uh, 83 Weeks feed, okay? I'm going to find this here. Uh, 83 Weeks. I want to find the topic for this week. Uh, this has become one of my go-to listens uh, where it's called Strictly Business and it's him and Bischoff and they're talking about professional wrestling and they talk about the business end of wrestling. Very cool stuff, okay? Uh, I heard the one with Sean that you guys did with Bischoff and, and John. I, the prediction show was great this week and I have to tell you, if there were three guys in the pro wrestling business with the best hair, Eric Bischoff, John Alba, and myself... So please tell Eric that I, I, I thought it was, I very much like the show strictly business. You got to check get it them out on. You got to get them on hair boss. I got to get them on hair boss. I'm doing a new show called hair boss where I just rank people's hairs. I do think that, that John Listen, Alba tell Eric, one of your burner accounts. Tell Eric, I'm a big fan of his hair. You know, it, it's an, in, it's been an instrumental part of my life. Chris Van Vliet too. Great hair, great hair on him. Strictly Hair Business with Eric Bischoff, Andrew Zarian, John Alba, and Chris Van Vliet. That's the new show coming. We're starting it this year. We just talk about wrestlers' hairs. 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 Uh, let's see here. This is uh, Ask Matt Men. What four wrestlers would you want to go on a cross-country road trip in a mobile home with? Two men and two women. Oh, oh, I don't man. think I want to do that. Uh, Okay, that's a great question. Cross-country road trip in a mobile home, like in, a, in an RV, right? With two men yeah. and two women. Um, it would have to be two people that wouldn't drive me up the wall, right? Exactly. And two people who aren't that big either. Because, you know, you don't, you don't want to be in a mobile home with, like, let's say, uh, like, Brian Cage and, like, Hobbs. No, no, no. I need, like, yeah, yeah like, like <laughs> the small size guys. Uh, you know what? I'd love to be in a mobile home. <laughs> I'd love to be in a mobile home. Uh, I would probably pick. That's such a good question. I can't even think of this. Give it really is a good question. One? Yeah, I'll, you know what? Right off the top of my head, I'll go uh, Kofi and Xavier. Because that's going to be fun, you know, play video games all day. You know, they seem like really nice guys. Uh, two women, uh, let's say Alexa Bliss and um, Jade Cargill. Alexa Bliss and Jade Cargill. And then who are the men? Uh, Xavier and Kofi. You know what? I would love to be. You know what? Uh, Xavier and Kofi for sure. I'd love to be in a cross country with them. And then I would do Britt Baker and because I have her boots here. I could at least talk to her about her boots. 
and how I acquire that. So like, there's like a weird <laughs> thing here. Uh, your wife's a doctor. My wife's a doctor too. So I could be like, hey, you know, it's not a dentist, but they they're they're both they're both doctors. Uh, and I would do. I need a bonkers person. I need someone insane. I need one insane person. Tommy Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer. There you go. I always say that if I could have one stand-up comic show up in my house for Thanksgiving, it would have to be Joey Diaz just to watch everybody lose their mind at how uncomfortable they get every time Joey Coco he says Diaz? something. Is, Joey Coco Diaz. That's who I want in my house. Uh, we have three minutes. We have time yeah. for two more questions. All right, let's do it. All right, you ready? Yeah. This is from Felzy. If you are logically drawing a conclusion that Vince has been connected behind the scenes all along, waiting for this opportunity, how could you not also conclude that he signed off on all the rehires? I don't I don't think he was as hands on as I, I listen. Was he disconnected from the company? I, I have a difficult time believing that. OK, right. I, I have a I have a difficult time believing that he's like not hands-on at all but i don't think he was in he was in a especially early on with the hires i don't think he wanted to be in a capacity where he's signing off on stuff because that looks terrible for the company and i think they they he knew that there's an investigation happening he needs to back off the investigation has concluded for the board obviously there's an sec investigation for other things but and more accusations have come out but uh, i i in his mind he believes this is a non-issue so he's back in a in a more prominent way i would find it impossible for him to be 100 percent detached from this right but i i i guess he's like okay do it whatever but we'll see what happens with these signings you know he'll give everybody yeah. a chance if it doesn't get over he'll he'll pivot all right one more minute one more uh we've got a quick super chat here don 99 from like a rolling thank stone you, thank you thank you thank you very much appreciate it uh bc knight hashtag ask matt men we went over this before, but let's reiterate it. Who is your pick to buy WWE, and how much would it sell for? I would go for Pe I would go with Peacock, and it would be in the billions. Uh, you know, that's the logical uh, response. My illogical response is Disney, and it would also go for the billions. You have to think who has enough money to do this. You know, where Peacock, NBC, absolutely. I think Disney does too. I think Disney has more money than anybody. You know, yeah. uh, would they good? Would they do a good job with WWE? Who knows? Remember, um, UFC sold for four billion like five years ago, right? Yes. So, but UFC so was start very there and go up. <laughs> I, I don't. Well, maybe I heard. I heard up to fourteen billion. I. I mean, you remember WWE, WWE has things in place that UFC doesn't, like merchandising. Uh, they do right. much better with merchandising. Uh, toys. They cater to a larger audience. They're on more nights. You know, they draw higher ratings. They're, they're very intertwined in media. They're a media company. So it's not just, you're not just, and you're also getting, you know, a billion years of archives, archival footage. So there's always ways to make money with them. It's just a matter of, okay, you're going to invest all this money. How quick will you recoup the cost based on how much money they're bringing in every year? So you have to work that formula out. I, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me. I can't look at it, but, you know, and also it's not like buying it. You don't just buy it. You need it's a publicly traded company so it's an acquisition it's 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 a merger it's not a it's not a you're not buying the company unless vince takes it private and then sells it which i can't see him doing because he doesn't have right, cash exactly. on hand yeah 
uh, we'll see. It's going to unfold within the next few months. Yeah. As as will everything else, you know. Yeah. And that's it. We're done. We're done. Rich, it, thank bud. you. This was a lot of thank fun you. today. Guys, thank you for joining us. I had some technical issues in the beginning. Of course I did because it's an important freaking show and the camera stopped working. But we will be back next week. I'll be back on Sunday with the latest on this story. Possibly have Dave Meltzer on. Maybe I should have John Alba on the show. John, you want to do Sunday with me? An Observer? That'll be fun. Yeah, you know what, John? You got nothing to do. You're not doing anything on Sunday. Six o'clock. Wrestling Observer Live. Let's do it. John Alba joining me. Possibly Dave Meltzer calling in. And, uh, and, and we'll have the latest on that information going forward. Guys, we'll see you all next week. Take care. Bye-bye for now.